2: in this program are based on the holy spirit leading of a man called coach
0: i gotta ask you this out there christian america
2: it's time for pass the salt with a coach dave daubenmeyer
0: hey good morning feeling pretty good today to be honest with you slept like i like michelle too slept I, man that's one, you ever have one of those nights where you put your head down and next thing you know it's time to get up i had one of those last night Needed one of those last night. Pray, praise the Lord! And man, the Holy Spirit's live in me today. Woo, live in me today. I'm glad you're joining us. And I want I want to thank all of you who joined us on our prayer call last night. And we're going to do it again. You you know this is what I'm going someplace this morning. Don't even have to put your hand up yet. Okay, I'm going someplace. Um. I got I got several emails after we did our prayer call last night. Whatever you want to call that thing. I got several emails from people who just wanted me to know how much they appreciated it and uh, uh, that, you know, their chance to be able to be part of whatever it was in a very, very nice way. And, you know, and in, in a strange sort of way, it grieved me. It grieved me. Cause I, again, I want to ask you this and pastors, I hope you're listening out there, pastors. <clears throat> when was the last time you went to church and the pastor asked you to do anything in the service? Unless, of course, you're a good singer or you're a good waving flyer. something. When was the last time you went to church and the pastor said, uh, uh, Betty Perkins, would you pray for us today? Uh, Joe, would you, would you pray for us? When was the last time in your Christian walk that any pastor from the pulpit called on your anointing? And I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, in all my times in church, I don't know if I've ever seen it, ever. I don't know if I've ever seen it. Somebody give me a thumbs up so I know I don't go to freaky places. Never, ever, 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 ever. No way would he ever let you stand up and say anything without him having prior approval to what the Holy Spirit might say through you. You don't have to say, amen. And so I see a lot of. Uh, I, I, I'm trying to. I, I'm trying to be nice. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm trying to. I'm trying to coach you. Okay. I see a lot of, uh, what do they, oh, that's it. Thank you, Lord. I see a lot of Christians who have stunted growth. They have stunted growth. And I don't know about you. When I got saved, I, re- I got really, really saved. And I went into the church. Uh, first thing I was taught was, you sit down and you be quiet. Because you got no business saying anything yet. You're way, way, way too new of a Christian. Somebody say Amen. You don't have to say Amen. It's okay. Because I know I'm telling you the truth. Amen. Amen. In fact, amen. And in fact amen. after 15 years of sitting on the pew, they still never ask me to do anything. Somebody say Amen. You don't have to say Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yep, yep. I'm on something today. I'm. I'm I, it's directly from the from the Holy Spirit for us today. And uh, let let me circle back around. I don't know about you guys. Uh, We had the prayer call last night. It was good, and we're going to do it tonight, and we're going to do it tomorrow. And the truth of it is, the average person, you walk into the average church, and you would say, who would like to pray today? And there will be a pregnant pause like you ain't never had. Nobody, Nobody. They sit down and look back at you. Anybody, would someone like to pray today? You know what I'm talking about. Huh? You know what I'm talking about. And so the job of the church is to train and equip the saints for the works. There's that bad word in it. For the works of the ministry. Works? That's dirty. It's dirty. You don't work your way. It's by grace. Through faith, or is it through faith by grace? Whatever, dude, Coach Dave, you don't work your way into heaven. You can't earn your way into heaven like I'm trying to. And I use the illustration as I used it yesterday, used it two days ago. If you're on the football team, I expect you to play. I expect you to play. We're trying to win a game. And I'm trying to get you to play so we can win the game. And we're taught in the church to come, put on the uniform, stand on the sidelines, and watch the coach teach all the plays. And you're supposed to, at the end of the day, give him your money and be happy and go home and be as lost as a turnip. The inability to exercise your faith because you haven't been equipped. You have not been equipped. I'm saying all this because uh, for, I don't know. I'm gonna go coach you here this morning, all right? Uh, we went out uh, salting yesterday. I, I want to hang on. I gotta make, check my notes. Make sure I'm not make sure I'm not forgetting something important that I needed to say, like somebody's birthday or something. Oh, okay, good, good, good. All right. <clears throat> Julie came over. And uh, Julie, Michelle, and my granddaughter Reese, my 12 year old granddaughter Reese, we went out and did some salting. I'm going to stop right there. You don't, don't answer. I wonder how many of you did after watching this show, after being part of this show for uh, 1,831 1, shows. I wonder how many of you actually went out and salted yesterday. I wonder how many of you did. It doesn't matter. So, Michelle and I and Julie and Reese, we got in our car and we drove around and every time we came to a some type of waterway, we got out and we threw salt in it. We spoke life, not death. these waters will live we're going to live and not die we, everyone we came to and uh, we had fun and uh, we got home yesterday and my 12 year- old granddaughter must have said to me four different times, Brampy, I really enjoyed that today. Now, i I'd, I'd heard, but I listened with spirit ears. She enjoyed living out her faith. She enjoyed it. And I thought, man, oh, man, are we here in the huddle ever missing an evangelistic outreach to our progeny, to our children and our grandchildren? When you come to us, when you come to Coach Dave Live, you come to the Salt and Light Brigade and all that stuff. And we say to people, hey, you know, we went to Hillary's house. We went to the Georgia Guidestones. And well, it's like it's like peep asking people to wrestle a bear. They, they ain't never done anything. They, they've done anything. And you're asking them to go to Hillary's house? What? Oh, yeah. Now that we get done, we're going to go to Biden's house. They're wetting their pants. They think you're crazy. Because why? They haven't been trained in righteousness. They don't have any idea how to live out their faith, how to walk out their faith. They've never seen anybody else do it. And then they see you do it and everybody that they... Everybody they go to church with says you're crazy, stay away from him. Stay away from that, Coach Davy, he's crazy. It just gets you in trouble. Not to say amen. You know, I, listen. Amen. I, I, know, I know what I'm talking about. So, sweet little Reese, four different times yesterday said, Grandpa, I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that. And I thought, my goodness, what an easy opportunity for you to show others how to walk out their faith. Amen. Just go to your granddaughter. Just go to your, I saw Tracy. Tracy, bless my heart. There you are out there with your grandson, having him throw salt into the water. Him doing it. Him feeling like he's actively walking out his faith. Now when he does that, maybe the next time you ask him to go someplace and pray with you, maybe he won't be as hesitant. Because he went and threw that salt in the water with grandma, and he really liked it. And he liked the way that he felt, and he wasn't ashamed of it. And You go into your local church, and you ask people if they will salt, help you salt. They'll look at you like you got 17 eyes. What are you talking about? Look, I go to church, pastor preaches, I go home. That's what Christians do. I ain't crazy like you. What's that old What's that old line? Got to walk before you can run, folks. What a ministry evangelistic outreach this is to go ask someone. Please go with me. I want you. Would you come with me? You don't have to do anything. You just come with me. I'm going to do it. But I believe in the power of agreement that where either two or more are gathered. That you'll be in the midst, and I need somebody to go with me. Would you go with me? Because that's where it started out with Reese, Reese and Julie and me. And the next thing I knew, Reese is jumping out of the car every time we come to a creek. She jumps out and she wants to do it. And then when she gets home, she tells me four times how much she enjoyed it. Hey Vinnie, if I'd you, I'd be booming. Hey, Amen. Your- We're so missing this, see? We're so missing it. What an opportunity, an opportunity to train people softly, safely, to live out their faith. I jumped out at, uh, uh, we were driving around, and they were bleeding uh, uh, fire hydrants. You guys know what it means to bleed fire hydrants? Well, they were bleeding fire hydrants in Buckeye Lake, Ohio fireman was out there bleeding the fire hydrant. Julie was there. She'll test. I'm telling the truth. I'm not lying. I pulled in. I said, man, there's water flowing there. And I jumped up and walked over there. That guy, looks at me like I'm nuts. I said, sir, I got my cross hat on there. I said, sir, listen, uh, I'm just coming by here. Every time I see, I see running water, uh, I'm going to throw salt on it, and we're going to bless the water. Would it be okay if I blessed this water? He didn't know what the hell to say. He just looked at me like he's kind of crazy. He just kind of stood there, real, real softly. As I went up and threw it on this fire hydrant, blessed the water, walked away. I bet I wonder how many people who he told during the day what I had done, folks. This is evangelism. Amen. Evangelism isn't always getting people saved. Amen. Seed planning, because you know what. If, if passing that salt into that water isn't, isn't going to work, it isn't going to work. If God doesn't smile on it, it isn't going to work. And how many times did you hear people say to you, well, that ain't going to work. Ain't, that ain't going to work. Those are chemicals. Right? Say, so, yeah, well, I know, I know it's not going to work, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give God something to work with. I'm going to throw that salt out there because he told me in 2 Kings chapter 2, just throw salt into it. I'm going to do that. And maybe it won't work, but that ain't my worry. I just did what the Lord told me to do. That is evangelism. Kaboom. Yeah, Amen. Amen. It's good, isn't it? Holy, the Holy Spirit gave me this this morning. Gave it, gave it to me. Um, I got a couple more things. Uh, uh, a couple more things I want to show you. here. Hang on. Hang on. I wrote it down. Thank you, Lord. Are you guys sitting down? Will you shake your head? Your eyes are stuck and clear your head. Works is not required for salvation. Everybody hear that? Amen. Coach Dave is not teaching a works-centered gospel. I am saved by faith, grace, through faith. I am saved only by the grace of Almighty God. That's all that has saved me. But as I asked you the other day, why are you saved? Why did he save you? And the scripture says he saved you unto good works. You better sit down. Because people say, Coach, there's no such thing as a works gospel. You can't, no, no, that's right. That's right. But when I draft you onto my football team, you come onto the team through faith, grace, I'll let you come on the team. And then once you get on the team, now that you're on the team, you want to do something. Put me in, coach. Put me in, coach. I want to play. I want, no, 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 no. You sit here, I do the playing, I'm the pastor. You just sit there and cheer. You give money, sit there and cheer and don't interfere with the anointing that I have. Amen? Huh? Amen. Amen. And and we're taught, see, we're taught. Oh Lord, thank you. <clears throat> we're taught not to do works because it might convict the pastor that he ought to do works too. And so, if he can tell you that you don't have to do works, then he doesn't have to. And if he can tell you that uh, standing up and pushing it back against school boards and that's works gospel, you don't have to do it, then he doesn't have to do it. Anybody with me? It's a great. It's a great lie of the devil. It's one of the Amen. great lies of the devil that you don't Amen. have to do anything once you get saved. You are saved. Unto good works. Hey folks. Throwing salt in the water, that, that'd be good works. <laughs> Sorry, that'd be good works. And why are you doing it? To get saved? No, you're doing it because you're saved. <laughs> oh Lord knows God, we get it so wrong. Look look at the devil. Devil doing works. <laughs> He's doing some bad works, isn't he? Uh, somebody help me out here. How do you counter bad works? Uh, that'd be with good works. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not laughing. It's, Amen. Sad. it's sad. It's sad. So I am uh, sitting up there today. I love my wife. I love my wife. Because uh, I just love her. Anyway, we um, we have... We have we have we have shared such a saltless gospel. A gospel is without salt. Because why? he will tell you why. Because the ones who are leading us, they don't want to get in trouble. You don't have to say amen. I know, I know it's the truth. And I was reminded, I got thrown out of a I got thrown out of a Bible study at Eagle Rock Church, those of you out there listening. I got thrown out of a men's Bible study because I asked them this very question because they were telling us about the features of Jesus and on and on about Jesus and being more Christ-like. And yeah, I, I, all that, I get all that. I get it all. I get it all. Bah! How can you be like somebody if you don't know what they're like? And uh, I just happened to raise my hand, being the troublemaker that I am, I raised my hand and I said, well, Pastor, who of course, he was leading the men's meeting uh couldn't trust that to anybody else. Well, certainly, wasn't anybody else in the church had any wisdom to do it? It's always the pastor, pastor, pastor,
4: pastor, pastor, pastor. pastor.
0: It's not his fault, it's the system we've set up. Putting on demands a, a man that you shouldn't have to carry alone. So, I just trying to be me, I raised my hands to Pastor, uh, help me out here. I wasn't trying to cause trouble, I was a genuine young Christian. Asking a question. And I said, Pastor, uh, we all get the idea of being Christ-like and following Jesus. We all get that. We all we all strive to do that. But I'm looking right here in my Bible and I had it open to Matthew 11. I can't remember where it was. I said, Pastor, I'm reading right here where it says that of all those born unto a woman, it'd be men. Of every man that was ever born unto a woman, meaning hmm, none was greater than John the Baptist. So, Pastor, why don't we talk about John the Baptist? The next thing you know, they had me in a headlock and they drug me in the pastor's office and they gave me three whacks. Anybody, anybody Anybody getting? Huh? If none of all those born unto a woman, none was greater than John the Baptist, why don't we talk about him and emulate him? Does anybody think I'm missing something here? Is Is it just me? Because look, if we try to model ourselves after Christ, we will fall short. We will fall short. It's Christ in me, the hope of glory. And John the Baptist had Christ in him. And John the Baptist went and got his daggone head cut off. When Jesus had the opportunity to uh, exalt any man he could of anybody all the great prophets all the great what he say and hey, none better than John where is that Spencer see how good you are where is that so because the people out there that they, they their pastor Billy Bob told him something else the pastor Billy Bob told them that that Jesus was our role model huh no Jesus is our life Jesus is our king he ain't our role model just a hey, google uh uh None greater than John the Baptist. Just Google that, because I want it's people to know. Matthew, know. Matthew 11, 11. Matthew eleven eleven. I thought it was Matthew 11. I thought it was somewhere in there. Matthew 11. Just pull, start, pull, pull that up there. <clears throat> verily, verily, I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there hath not, past tense, past tense, there has not risen a greater, than John the Baptist. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. And he was the wild man of the of his day, was he not? Locust, wild honey? <laughs> they were scared of him. They thought he was crazy. Notwithstanding, he that is the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Why? Why it was great? Because Christ had not yet died and gone to the cross. John the Baptist did not have the Holy Spirit in him, and God said, "None's greater than him." But it ain't nothing compared to what you're gonna be. anybody think I'm reading this wrong? And look what else Jesus went on to say. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God suffered violence. Oh, my goodness. Look, folks, read and think. And from the days of John the Baptist, not from the days of Genesis, not from the days of Noah, not from the days of Adam, but from the days of John the Baptist. The battle began with John the Baptist. From that day forth, the kingdom of heaven was suffering violence. From that day forward, and the violent taken by force. Hey, Spence, pull up violent, Mr. Webster. Because mm, that's what they did to us at uh, January 6th, wasn't it? I got to get this off my chest. Forcible, moving or acting with physical strength. Urged or driven with a force vehement, outrageous, produced or continued by force, produced by violence, not natural, acting by violence, violate, comes from violate. There's a good one, violate. What is violate? Violate. To injure, to hurt. To interrupt. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God has been injured and hurt and interrupted and disturbed. But the violent take it by force. And we're taught not to be forceful, we're taught not to do it. We're taught just to sit around and let them dump all that poison on top of us and just pray that we get raptured out of here. Oh, Lord, We have nothing we can do about it. When Jesus himself said, you're going to do greater works than me because I'm going to go to my daddy. You're going to do greater stuff. Boom. That sounds like works, doesn't it? That sounds like works. I'm about done. I'm about done. Pull up for me. Works. That bad word, that four-letter word, work, is that four-letter, W-O-R-K. I was blown away. I looked this up. You can do it. You can Google it yourself. I looked up works. Spencer, do me a favor. We can read all these. In fact, it would do you good. But for something we're not supposed to do, it's amazing how many times it's mentioned. Spencer, just scroll down through there. Look at all these scriptures on works. Works. Oh, brother, we're not saved by works. No. <laughs> Look at this. Works.
2: Works. Works. Boom. All over works. the Works. Well, coach, if I may interject for you to, to allow you to go on preaching, because it's, it's killing me. The, so very yeah, scripture, the very scripture that they would say, I'm saved by grace, through faith, not by works. You can't take text out of context, right? Because it's that second one, Ephesians chapter 2, right? 8 through 10. You can't just quote part of it. The whole thought <laughs> is found in verse 10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for and... good works. Uh... They want to quote verse 8. They want to quote verse eight. That's the one. That's their cornerstone. But they don't want to quote on to verse ten.
0: That's why I love you, Dale.
5: Huh? Amen, huh? Dale.
0: That it, huh? Huh? Not of works, lest any man suppose. Do you understand Fun. why? You understand why I'm going to why I'm going to go up to that uh, up to East Palestine on on Friday, Thursday, whatever day. It's Thursday. You understand why I'm going up there? Cause I'm called to do it. I'm called to do it. Boom. It's my job. I signed up to be on his SWAT team. And he says, Hey, Steve Deck, get yourself a SWAT team together. We need some of our people to show up there. Because the days of John the Baptist until now, we got to be fighting for this stuff. And I said, Here I am, Lord, send me. Okay, amen. Amen. But the average church pastor sitting around, well, he ain't gone. Oh, he ain't gone. That's work's gospel, brother. That's work's gospel but they don't have any trouble doing a works gospel of feeding the poor or doing a a clothing outreach. Oh, that's all good. That's all good. But to to do a works gospel against the forces of darkness. No, no coach. No coach. You say through grace, through faith. You with me, friends? You with me, friends? So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, uh, motoring down here a second. Okay. Go get somebody today and take them with you to salt. Grandchildren, somebody, go get them and take them with you. It may be the first time ever in their life that they have ever served the Lord outside the privacy of their own home or their church. And all you have to do is go to them and say, listen, I'm doing this and I need you just to come with me, a prayer of agreement. Will you just come with? You can just sit in the car if you want to, but I need you to come. And I'm going to promise you, they ain't going to sit in the car. You're going to come and they're going to see it and they're going to feel something inside of them and they're going to go home and they're going to want to do something else. Hey, dudes, you guys are putting those thumbs up. I'm telling you, I am all over. It. This is from the throne room. If we, do, God help us. If we miss this opportunity to teach people how to engage their faith, God help us. You with me? I know you're with me. My phone's going off. The people's thumbs are going up. Hands are going up. Hey, friends, they've lied to us in the church again. They've lied to us. Hey, Spencer, do me a favor real quickly. I'm going to get you in here. I promise. I'm going to get you in here. Put put what was up there, Spence. I'm sorry. Say, Coach, what was up there? Those scriptures. Put all those scriptures that were up there on works. What good is it, brothers? If someone says he has faith but he doesn't have any works, can faith can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, "Go in peace and be filled and warmed and filled," without giving them clothes, what good is that? So if you tell kids, don't believe homosexuality in, in school, you don't do anything about it. What good is that? So by, so also, faith by itself, if it doesn't have works, it ain't faith. It's dead. But some will say, you have faith and I have works. I say, show me your faith apart from your works, and I'm going to show you my faith by my works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to run out there and actually... Tackle that sob. That's what I'm going to do. You see? You, do you see it, folks? Do you get the picture? Fission says, "For by grace you've been saved through faith." Yes, I'm saved. I'm on the team. Now what? This is not your own doing. It's a gift of God, not a result of your works. So that no one can boast. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ for good works. They all just read that. Titus said, let our people learn to devote themselves to good works. So as to help cases of urgent need and be not unfruitful. In the same manner, Matthew says, let your light shine be for men. So they'll see your good works. Folks, this is all throughout the Bible. And this is a great opportunity to help some of our Christian friends grow. Invite somebody to, purposely. Invite somebody to go with you today. And salt something. It's so simple, and let the Holy Spirit work on them. All right, I'm going I'm I'm to open. Tracy, I'm, I'm going to open up. You're not even in here. Tracy, I watched that. I, I looked at that picture that you posted, of you and your grandson, and almost made me cry. Yes, uh, Tra- I don't, I don't know, I don't know where I could find that picture. I know you sent it to me, Tracy. Um, let's see here. Is it here? Uh, is this it? No, that's I'm... not it. It almost made me cry to see you putting that spirit in the next generation. Are you kidding me? Every Christian school. Every homeschool, they ought to be organizing right now, salting trips. Take their, look at that. Look at that picture. Boom. I mean, hey, look. I mean, really, look at that picture. Friends, that's generational Christianity right there. That's not just taking him to church and sending him in Sunday school and teaching about Noah's Ark and the whale. Look at that. Tracy, did he argue with you? Did he fight and moan and complain, not want to go? Would he come home crying when he was done? I don't think so. Folks, don't miss this opportunity, man. Don't miss it. Come on in, Mel.
6: Thanks, Coach. Hey, Spencer, I'm going to throw you a curveball. If you can go to Facebook. It looks like you're already there. But if you can go to Liberty Action Network, it's a public page on Facebook. I'm going to give you guys an easy way to share this message out. It's been so encouraging. Um, I've seen so many pictures coming up on Facebook of people salting and um, the resistance chicks did a video yesterday. So I, I went ahead and put up the um the action because we want to make sure that besides the prayer um so you can see there at the top i put the action up and then i'm encouraging people to read about what the action is of healing the water and then you know kind of posting pictures there but if you go down below that one spencer you can see that i've put up day two of prayer for ohio so all you have to do is go to the liberty action network and share it from there if you don't wanna bother with you know, cutting and pasting links. So go ahead and just share it from there, share it on your pages. I've also updated um, information on Telegram for those of you who follow Liberty Action Network on Telegram, kind of did the same thing so you can share it from there. So um, just trying to give you easy ways to share it. Um, I was encouraged, we had about a hundred people um, on for the prayer just in the queue last night. So I'm sure that a lot of other people um, joined us in prayer and, and actually kind of watched us pray on Rumble and the other platforms that we're on. So thank you. I've got to head to work, but um, thanks for everybody for um, supporting this action and for coming together like we do.
0: Great, great work, Mel. Great. Work. If I was pastor in a church, if I was pastor in a church <clears throat> tonight, Wednesday night, when's Wednesday night service? Whatever, Sunday. I don't care where it is. I would tell my pet congregation, hey, when we're leaving here, we're going down to the creek. We're going to go down and we're going to salt the creek. See how many of them show up and how many run and hide. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. Joanne, come on in. Yeah, I
4: just want to say we're not saved by works, but we're known by our works.
0: It's evidence. Uh, works is evidence of salvation. Let me say that again. Your works is evidence of your salvation. If you aren't, If you aren't doing good works, you ain't saved. Sorry. Now, hey, again, coach, stay with hey, me,
7: Coach. Our faith is increased by works, also, right?
0: Well, thank you very much. Our faith is increased by our works, Reese. If I went to my granddaughter Reese, say, hey Reese, you want to go again? I'm telling you this, she would go, and she would say, "Grampy, can I bring so and so? Yeah, yeah, you can, you can, because why? Something happens inside of you that changes you." I, that's what I admire about Dale. Coach, sis. I'm here. Who's who's that?
8: It's me, Tracy. I'm in real quick.
0: Okay, go, Tracy. Go, uh, Tracy.
8: Jeremiah had Jeremiah had the same reaction that your Reese did. Um, he looked at me and he said, "Mima, today is my best life ever."
0: Is that unbelievable? And I'm like,
8: "Honey, your best life has just begun." So uh he was he was so moved yesterday by it.
0: To train our children that they can actually get involved mm-hmm. in their faith rather than
3: color pictures of whales.
0: Easy mm-hmm. crime. Lord help us, Lord help us, Lord help us. Uh oh, where was I? I got knocked off stride. Proud of you, Tracy. Proud of you. Mike McKee, come on in, Reggie. Hi, Coach. I have several things here. From a,
2: from a law enforcement perspective, you just really want to be careful where you who you let see throwing salt in the water because someone might misconstrue what you're doing and go, hey, there's some guy throwing something trying to poison the water. You'd be surprised how fast uh,
0: I'll tell them, call the cops, and I'll preach to the cops. That's what I'll okay. do. Bring them all. Bring the freaking mayor. Cole Fauci. That's what I'd say. Hey, hey, Mike. I love. I love you. I. I don't. I. ain't afraid of, I, I ain't afraid of those bastards. All right. I ain't bowing my knee to those bastards. I'm serving my lord. All right. Yep. Go ahead.
2: One more thing here. I. I don't know the author of this uh, quote, but it's uh, God is in control, but He doesn't expect you to lean on a shovel and pray for a hole.
0: That's right. God's in control, but he doesn't control everything. He's not a micromanager. Reggie.
6: Coach, I don't know if you remember this. Remember when we all walked around in the mud around Sky High? It was like I sure do. Yep. Okay, yep. I had yep. salted all of that. That was two years ago. Amen. Amen. Yeah. But I was thinking about the elements of salt. I know we've talked on this before on the show, but something I learned, okay, because I'm learning um, on biblical, but salt is a
7: covenant.
6: 2 Chronicles I'm going to read it real quick 13:5 says ought ye not to know that the Lord God of Israel gave the kingdom over Israel to David forever even to him and to his sons by a covenant of salt mm. I didn't know that. I did not know that you So I'm bring
0: that to your attention yeah we're reviving that covenant of salt aren't we we're reviving it Now look I'm not going to try I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad although I hope I do how many of you didn't do anything? Hmm? 100, there's 134 in the queue, it says. How many of you didn't do anything with salt? Didn't do anything with it? And we bitch and groan about other people not doing anything? And you're in here every day, 1,831 shows, and you didn't organize some people to go salt with you? You could go alone. You didn't do it. You can go out and salt your well.
2: Coach, uh, you know my circumstances, so Thursday, tomorrow, I have transportation to go somewhere and do, do that.
0: You know, hey, Mike, you know what we did? We drove along bridges. We didn't even get out of the car. We pulled up along the bridge and re- hung out the window. I took little little salt bags and put it in her hand, and she threw it out over and we didn't even have to get out of the car. Amen. Julie oh coach
4: okay that wasn't i was so blessed by reese i mean oh my goodness i would i wanted to cry because of her heart and it was just really good but you know um god has equipped you to equip us to i mean because you know you go to church like you said they're not going to say oh go out and do this go do that it's like the mission field is outside the four walls of the church they're not inside because nothing gets done except you know what I mean? And it's yes. this is very powerful and it's spreading yeah. like fire. And I think yes. with everything that's going on right now, people are hungry and thirsty. And it's just growing. I mean, God's working all facets of what's going on
0: and he's going to turn what meant for evil to good. Thank you. John ten, real quick, please. John ten. Thanks, Julie. John ten. You know why I like doing this? Cause I'm not passive-aggressive. I call it like it is, and you either like it or you don't like it. All right. Some of you don't like it. Go hide. It's all right. I want you to see this. <clears throat> hmm. uh, go down verse. Uh, this uh, the 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 thief cometh but to kill and to steal and to destroy. But I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And they tell us that the devil comes to kill and to steal and to destroy. But it's not the devil, folks. It's the hireling pastor. Verse 12, but he that is a hireling, and not the shepherd, whose own sheep are not, sees the wolf coming and leaves. The wolf's the devil. The hireling sees the devil coming, and he leaves the sheep and flees. Then the devil catches the sheep and scatters them. But go back up to, go up to about verse 3. Scroll back up there a minute. I'm going to show something. Mm. Uh-oh, uh-oh verily verily i say unto you he that entereth him not by the door into the sheepfold but sneaks in some other way in other words when you become a pastor and you aren't led by the holy spirit you snuck in and the bible says you are a thief and a robber so it says right there but he that entereth in by the door the calling of god is the shepherd of the sheep watch to him the porter open And the sheep hears voice and calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. Today we have pastors leading them in rather than leading them out.
3: Boom.
0: That's why this is such a great evangelistic outreach. For the first time in their life, you have the opportunity to lead some people out. They'll never be the same. They'll never be the same. Rochelle. Hey, good
1: morning, team. Um, Thanks, coach. So um, we were talking about good works and this sprinkling the water with some salt. And people want to make fun of us for that. Well, um, the elements are in chaos and didn't. Genesis didn't he separate the water from the water? So he can separate these elements. This is not beyond him. And when it comes to works, I just want to read two things. Um, the word in Hebrew for work and worship are the same word. And I'm just going to read this to you to um, re- reinforce that. God is not so God is not unjust so as to overlook your work. And the love that you have shown for his name in serving the saints. Um, That's Hebrews 6.10. So he sees your good works. And you're going to be rewarded for it. And then Colossians 3.23, last thing. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord
0: Christ. Thank you. Amen. Amen. So in other words, we're living a Christianity that's like T-ball. Everybody gets a trophy, right? Your reward in heaven you you get to you get a reward even though you didn't do anything.
5: That's, that's, that's
0: American T-ball, right? I'm gonna blow your mind. Okay, hang on, Spencer, pull up for me. I see y'all. I'll get you. will be there. Pull up, uh, Spencer. Uh, crowns. Crowns. Crown him with many crowns, the Lamb upon the throne. So I started thinking this one, what's a crown? I'm going to throw my crowns at his feet. So I just ran through this, put it in the chat. You can all review this. Do we receive crowns in heaven? Hallelujah, yes. Huh? I'm not going to take time to read. It. I'm going to put it in the chat, but I'll scroll down. I'm going to show you something. I I, I didn't even think about this. There are different kinds of crowns. Boom, boom. There's a crown of victory. Going down. There's a crown of rejoicing. There's a crown of life. There's a crown of righteousness. There's a crown of, keep going. Uh, Okay, this is a reward for elders. The Lord has placed in authority. There's treasures in heaven. There are treasures in heaven. There are crowns and treasures and rewards in heaven. Whoever is telling you that you do not need works is lying to you. You get to go through all those crowns at his feet. Put this in the chat so people can go ahead and read it. Randy, come on in. Myra, I see you. I love you. I see you, Myra. Go ahead, Randy.
2: Coach, I think this was an opportunity for everyone to learn how to obey God in just a little bitty thing. Yep. Uh, so the salt, coach, we, we don't know everything. We're not as smart as we think. You think Elisha knew what the salt was going to do or did he just obey God and do what God That's told good. him to do? Yep. Yep. We have to learn obedience coach. And if we can learn it and be, the church has thought obedience is going to the building for, for how many years, coach, as long as I've been alive. And before that, the obedience is what you do outside the assembly. The assembly is to stir up the good works. That's mm-hmm. all it's for. That is all it's for, coach. And
5: mm-hmm. if we can
2: understand what he's doing when we meet together in fellowship, it's to stir up love and good works. That's the what it proves. If you don't do that outside your, your Sunday service, you, you don't have anything. You don't understand anything. You're missing mm-hmm. it. We got to be obedient. And when when he says, Coach, go throw some salt in the water, I I think I want to do something. It wasn't about the guidestones. It was about the people who would hear the word of the Lord and go do it and walk around the walls of Jericho. It's not
0: what we know. It's how obedient we are, Coach. Well, you go and do that which doesn't even make sense. That's what faith is, isn't it? It don't even make sense. But will you go do that? Because I see if you go and do that crazy thing, I see you're listening to me. I see you're obeying me. I think I just might bless that. I think I, I think I just might bless that. Right? Now, look, I'm not trying to be critical. Yeah, I am. Critical is not the right word. Hey, pastor, if you, if you have never led your congregation to do something collective, prophetically, what? No, no, no. I'm not about talking about feeding ministry. If you haven't led your people to do something edgy together, prophetic together, you ain't training them. You're fooling yourself. Come on in, Clay.
3: You had to follow up on what Randy said. Jesus said, you can do all the good works that you want, but if you don't do the will of my father, you can depart from me. And I said, Hmm. let me read where it says that. Matthew chapter 7. Verse 21 through 24 says, Not every one of you that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name and in in thy name have cast out devils and in thy name have done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that worketh iniquity. Says therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, the Holy Spirit, I think, and doeth them, hear these sayings of mine and doeth them, hears and does and, and do wise man.
0: Yeah, hears and does. Huh.
3: I will like it him unto a wise man, which bit, built his house upon a rock. So we can't just do good works. We got to listen to the Holy Spirit and do what the will of our father is, or else Jesus is going to say, depart from me. Amen.
0: So, so Clay, for how long do you think my granddaughter's my granddaughter Reese is going to remember she going with her grampy and salting Buckeye Lake? Like that's
5: maybe
3: just the like grabbing a, like, like like driving a hammer and driving those stakes down into the ground. It puts a mental, it, it, puts, it puts a physical uh, act into your mentality. And then you remember that for the rest of your life. Amen. Janine. Amen. Well, this is great for,
8: inst- you know, the Bible is an instruction book. It's a playbook. It's um, everything we need. Um, I'll just give you an example. Uh, We have a fellowship and um, we've had a person that has had a problem with his drinking and goes on these binges um, every so often. So after months and months of trying to figure out what to do to having studies and everything, what I did was I gave a study and then I said, "Okay, according to the word of God. Let's um, would you please come and sit here and I want the elders here to anoint you with oil and we're going to pray over you. And I did that. And one of the guys um, didn't come and lay hands. And so I didn't say anything. But um, later on, after it was all over with the next day, I called him. I said, can can you explain to me why you didn't want to do that? And he says, well, because you guys are hypocrites. The one guy has a beer every now and then. Well, it was a teaching time again because I said, okay, I want, let's go in and we're going to understand what a drunkard is and what a, uh, it is if a guy has a beer now and then. And there's a big difference. It says drunkards are not allowed in heaven. It is our job to do what we, and so I said, I did that out of love of doing this, because the Bible tells us, if they're sick among you, lay hands on him. And I said, furthermore, I said, trying to pull him out of the fire for, you know, for the end, I said, um, also, it takes the blood off my hands and the blood off this group, because we did everything we could. So I'm, what I'm trying to say here is not only salting, you're, you're teaching people to go walk out their salvation with fear and trembling and act like we should be, Bereans.
0: Amen. Amen. Good word, Janine. By the way, Chad just texted me. Atheists feed the hungry. Huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's called government. (laughs) Yeah. Laura, come on in. And Betty.
9: Good morning, you all. I just want to say thank you because, like, me being a single mom and living in this land that we live in and out in Chicago, this craziness, um, all of you have been a witness to my daughter. You know, my daughter has Asperger's and she's been indoctrinated by not only the school, mm-hmm. but the doctrine and demons that are coming from the pulpit, you know, and, and last night she said, and she said to me because you all witnessed to her and I didn't have to argue or fight against it. She said, Oh mom, I can be a part of this too. And I well, said, Yeah, you can be a part of this too. They'll let me pray too. And I said, Yeah, they'll let you pray too. Because it's not about seeing her with Asperger's and it's not about seeing her what she can't do. It's about including her on what she can do. Wow. And so I just so I just
0: want to say thank you. Amen. 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 Wow, huh? Wow. Amen. To teach young Christians that they have spiritual authority as well. Are you kidding me? How do you expect them to fight back against the demons of homosexuality and transgenderism if they don't even know that they have the power and authority of the Holy Spirit within them? You can't think You can't get them to go put salt in water and you expect them to push back against the gay agenda? Wake up. Betty.
7: Yes, I have to say that, you know, that Bible verse in James 2 where it says, you have faith, I have deeds, Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. Right. I, I do deeds because I am going to please God and do whatever his will or purpose is. I am not here to impress you or anybody. It is all about God's and his purpose. And there's too many years I went to lukewarm churches, lukewarm, all talk, no-action church, I should say. And that's why I appreciate the show, because we're action And I don't. I'm like I said. I'm not here to impress anybody. I just believe that when I was saved, I want to do the works. You know, when I was born, I want to do it. It's not that I have to or must or. Amen. It's that I want to do it, and what I do is between me and God. So I appreciate this show. So thank you. Amen, Betty.
0: Amen, Betty. I know this. I don't. I don't know how many times already this morning. Michelle, how many times today have I told you that I loved you? First thing I said to her today was I loved you. And she's used to it because I say it all the time. But baby, when I go over and do those dishes, she comes up behind me, puts her arms around me. She says, oh, now you're speaking my love language. <laughs> What's the Lord's love language? Huh? What's the Lord's love language? Kevin.
5: Coach, if you go through the Bible, and I mean the beginning of the Old Testament right through to the end of the New Testament, is is it a book that's full of a bunch of people that just said a bunch of stuff? Or is it full of people who did a bunch of stuff? And how did you know if they were on the side of God, if they were godly people? Was it by what they did?
0: Kevin, the ungodly government wants to feed and clothe people. Right? That's your point.
5: Yeah, right. Right. Exactly. And, and so I guess ultimately what I'm saying is it, is it all talk and no walk? You know, when I, and I go through that Bible, I see what Joseph did. I see what David did. I said, it wasn't just what they said. They backed up their words with action.
0: Yeah. But I come back, I come back to exactly what I've saying about Reese and uh, what she said earlier, not Reese, but you mean Grampy? I can do this? You mean, Grampy, I don't have to go sit in Children's Church? Grampy, you mean I can go to the abortion clinic and hold a sign? I can go too, Grampy? You mean I can do that? You're not going to make me go over and sit at McDonald's and have a Happy Meal while you go do it? I can do it? We train our children. We train them in righteousness. That's what I love about Dale Sosha. I think I started to say that before. Dale. How old were your children when you first began to take them to do street ministry? Maybe Dale's working. He doesn't have to come in and tell me.
3: He's on vacation this week, Dave.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. He was in here earlier. That one. My I think they were like four years old. He had them holding
5: hands. He trained there.
0: them me on too. the streets. <laughs> <laughs> He trained them on the streets. And so now they're not ashamed of the gospel and they don't wet their pants when they face the devil. You you send your kids to Sunday school and they draw pictures of arcs. Yes, Yes or no? And it becomes a way of life. And I say to my granddaughter, say, listen, this is, we're fighting. The enemy doesn't like it. People are gonna say mean things. We're in a war, okay? Realize that. Come on, we're gonna go do this, and we're gonna go do that. I could—I sh- don't have time. Somebody say something. I'm gonna try to send this—send this real quick of a picture of my little grandson David street preaching. What? Oh yeah. Hey Spencer, I know Spencer. Go to my Facebook page real quick. Go to my Facebook page real quickly. This came up yesterday. This is a two-year-old. I'm not bragging. I'm using it as an example, okay? Scroll on down, Spence. This is a two-year-old video that just popped up in my screen yesterday. Go on down. Go on down. Go on down. Go on down. Right there. Two years, February 21st, 2021. This is my grandson. Go ahead and play that, Spence. ...to uh, share some
4: wisdom for all you people who are afraid of... So these angels, you have to take these masks off. These mighty angels, standing shoulder to shoulder, and the holy God can defeat anything, even the Corona.
0: David is going. Hey, he can draw pictures of arcs too. <laughs> He can draw pictures and paint pictures of fish. He can do that too. But he's not ashamed of the gospel. Why? Because we trained him to not be ashamed of the gospel, to step out where the big bears are and fight. It's good, isn't it? Go ahead, Myra. I'll finally let you in. Come on in. Yes, Coach. I just want
4: to thank Mel uh Craig and this uh, initiative about uh, the prayer at night. um Also, like Randy Lansford says, I get so much, I get well fed every morning uh, with all the comments from my brothers and sisters, and I'm so grateful. The Lord is so good to me and to us. Uh, Romans uh, 14, 7, 9, for none of us liveth to himself. And no man dieth to himself. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord. And whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord's. For this and Christ both died and rose and received that he might be Lord, both of the dead and the living. Hallelujah. Thank you, Coach.
0: Okay, so here it is. We're doing it again at 7 o'clock tonight. Seven o'clock tonight at Coach Dave Live, we're praying. And I'm going to see how effective each and every one of you are in inviting someone else. Inviting someone else. Because I was stunned by the emails I got last night. Oh, Coach, I enjoyed that. I've never been part of anything like, what? You've never been, what? You never had the opportunity to pray publicly? What? See you tonight. God bless you.